Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is Chris Carlin, Bart Scott, in for Greedy today, ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests joining us via the Goodyear hotline. We are taking your call shortly at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Are you actually excited to get going with the NBA Finals? Are you excited by the matchup? Are you into this? We're going to discuss in just moments, so hit the open lines now at 888-SAY-ESPN. Bart, it's funny, I I look at the, the matchup overall and... I I want to be more excited by it. <laughs> I am excited. What 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 number? What number of excitement are you from from previous? One finals? to ten right now from previous finals. I'm probably only at about a six. Yeah. And and I think the primary reason is Giannis is hurt, and and the postseason. I don't want to say lackluster because there have been some great games and some great series, but it has been lacking star power. And, and if there's one thing that we have seen from the NBA this year that drives home the point is the need for true star power once you get this deep in the postseason. And it would have been, not that he's out the entire series, we don't know. Giannis is listed as doubtful for tonight. But Bart, I mean, there'd be a lot more juice to tonight if I knew we were going to have one of the great young stars in the game against one of the great older stars who's never won a championship going up against each other tonight yeah, exactly old line versus, versus old line versus young line and you, you would hope that it would be like somebody's legacy is going to be mag, you know magnified and enhanced and we thought it would be Giannis but if Giannis is enhanced it's going to be not because he 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 did much right because even if he is healthy or he gets somewhat healthy and he's able to play in the series he's going to be compromised so he's going to have to get carried to the finish line so it's like it's weird because he he may win a championship or get a championship that he really didn't help solidify when you, when you talk about the finals, those defining moments, those you know big shots. He won't get the opportunity to come up big in the clutch, clutch free throws or things of that sort. I wonder, I wonder how they would. Uh, I wonder if they would have used the hack a hack a Giannis, you know, and what the mm. strategies would have been if if Giannis is, you know was playing tonight. But game one is important because when both teams are equal. And both teams have stars, but you know we these weren't the two that we expected to be in the finals. Man, whoever gets out to that first lead, how great is that for their mental, right? To know that they're above five hundred, right? So whoever can get that first game tonight is going to be pivotal, I believe. And, and you think the you you like the Bucks tonight to get this game? I like them to surprise them, right? Because sometimes it's like when you're on that road, you lock in, like it's because that's all you got. It's just you. And it's your team, so you're entrenched in it, right? You don't, you're not worrying about tickets. You're not worrying about setting your family up in the in the box. You're just worried about going in and saying us against the world. So if you can steal one, I mean, we remember like some of the great uh, game one steals, right? We we think about um, the Sixers against the Lakers, the game one. Like if you can shock a team that's better than you. you because you don't know the matchups before the adjustments that come. So whoever got the best game plan, best rotations, best philosophy in teams of hitting shots, because you, I expect both teams, no matter how veteran Chris Paul is, to come out a little tight, right? And what team comes out and they play free? I think the Bucks get to come out free because they're not expected to win, and they're, they're, they're the road team, not at home. So they didn't have the best record in the NBA. Okay, you make an interesting point, and this goes back to something we talked about with Monica McNutt 
last hour. She's part of the ESPN Radio NBA Finals coverage on the pre- and post-game. You've catch uh, coverage begins tonight at 8. Just a little slide and a little plug there. But she mentioned this, that you listen to a couple of different players on the Bucks, and there seems to be a different feel from a couple of them about not having Giannis. Let's listen to Drew Holiday first on the possibility of not having him. The way Giannis plays, there are no letdowns. He's continually going to the basket, being aggressive uh, on both ends of the floor, and he brings so much to this team, and he does so much for us that I feel like having having losing that, that would that would really be hard for us. So just continue to be aggressive from minute zero to 48. So he doesn't exactly sound like he's terribly confident, but on the same uh, on the same team is Chris Middleton, who, si- who sounds very different. I mean, Giannis is out there. A lot of times we could just give him the ball and let him go to work and, you know, let him uh, orchestrate a lot of things out there. Without him, um, we have to do it by committee, moving the ball around, driving it a little bit more, playing just a little bit faster with a little bit of different flow. But you know, I think guys have done a great job of adjusting with him not out there in, you know, two of the most important games of our season. See, he doesn't sound very bothered by it at all, whereas I listen to Holiday, and he does seem a little bit more concerned about it. So when you don't have your superstar, it's always going to play a big role um, in, in any playoff series, obviously. But I worry about mentally how other players do look at that, and it sounds like on that team you have two guys who look at it from very different angles. Yeah, but, you know, when you think about just their their personalities, right, when you think about Chris Middleton, you know, he's an aggressive guy. He's a guy that's willing to take the big shot. You think about Drew Holiday, he talks about how his teammates have to tell him all the time that he has to be more aggressive. His brothers, who are all in the league, tell him he got to put up more shots. So when you think about, you know, when you get into this scenario, it, that means the others know that they, they can't just Giannis watch, right? Because what happens is we used to talk about this with Carmelo, guys who dominate the basketball that you, you're just sitting there waiting to hope that he facilitates and once he breaks the defense down, throws you the ball because he's going to take 20, 30 shots a game. Like now you're like those 20 or 30 shots going to go to the person that's open. Those 20 or 30 shots are going to go where the defense dictates their go, right? And everybody out there can make a shot, right? You know, you think about even P.J. Tucker. He's a guy that can Bruce Bowens and up, sit in a corner pocket and, sh- and, and hit the eight ball corner pocket. But, you know, also it allows Brooke Lopez to go back to his natural position. And then you talk about being able to get good three-point shots, right? Because we, we saw that the that without Giannis, we still saw them dominate with points in the paint, right? Because that's because everybody was there. It was like Middleton still coming up with his 18-foot shots, but everybody else was aggressive to the paint. They killed, you know, they killed them in the paint, right? And that's because they went through Brooke Lopez, who broke down the defense, who allowed them to give the ball to everybody, and Holiday was aggressive. So I think sometimes in certain instances, just look at last series for Phoenix, Oh, Chris Paul, no no game one, game two. Guys like Bridges, they was going crazy. Mm. Payne was going crazy because they were getting shots and opportunities to be aggressive that they never get. So now when, when, when the game's on the line, this ain't their first or second shot, and it's been a big shot. They've been taking shots and gotten the rhythm all game. So now, um, without Giannis, yet another injury in the postseason. There's been so much criticism that the schedule has to do with it. LeBron has been one of the most vocal with all the injuries that we've seen throughout the postseason and the compact schedule. So Chris Pauls, we know, is the president of the NBA Players Association. And naturally, he was asked about the criticism of the NBA's compact schedule. 
everything is always a conversation. You know, um, there's a ton of guys on the executive committee who are working hard on things right now as we speak, day in and day out, traveling. Uh, I wish you guys knew all the things that are going on. So decisions that are made as far as playing or not playing, players are always involved in it. You know, injuries are always unfortunate. You know, you hate, you hate to have them, but, um, you know, just like when we went to the bubble, everything was discussed as far as the, the, the players and the full body of players. You know, everything that's good for this guy and that guy might not be the same for, the, for, for that guy, but everything has always been a conversation and it's going to continue to be that way. So, you know, if people don't like it, then, you know, everybody got the same opportunity to be a part of all these conversations. I thought he was going to say, "Shut up, LeBron." At the end. <laughs> exactly, that's the thing. Like, if you if you want to if you want to if you want to be a part of them, join it, represent, right? Come up, be be part of these conversations to do that. But nobody wants to come and be and be forced to come to these meetings because everybody want a vacation, do what they want to do. And that's the thing; you cannot make a whole group of any people happy. It's always going to be somebody that feel like they've been slighted. Right, like Chris Paul's thirty six years old. He's like, hell, if I can stay healthy, then anybody should be able to be stay healthy. And LeBron trying to say, oh well, listen, that dude fell into your leg. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't pull a hamstring or pull a Achilles tendon because it was like wear and tear. Probably didn't get a chance to rest. Like that was more on, you know, just a freak accident. Kyrie Irving's, you know, coming down on Giannis' foot. That wasn't an injury. That was because he was tired. Hell, who load managed more than fucking than Kyrie, the Kyrie Irving? Right then, you look at you look at what happened with um. Yo, who is that? Uh, yo, James Harden. That's because he put the fat man suit on. He put the fat man suit on before <laughs> Houston to get to get the hell out of town. So that's because he put the fat man suit on. So that that's not that's a hamstring. That's his. That's a you problem. You know, and, and Anthony Davis and et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? So like, I think a lot of these injuries was just freak injuries. It wasn't it had anything to do like Kawhi Leonard. Somebody ran into his knee. Right? It's nothing to do with like we can't point to any single moment where it's like, oh, man, that's just because they played too many games. Well, it all begins tonight. We've got a special look at the start of the NBA Finals with a Daily Wager NBA Finals special at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Doug Kazarian, Tyler Fulgham break down the Bucks and Suns using betting lines and giving you great wagering information you can use. Tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Up next... Are you excited about these NBA Finals? Your calls in moments, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And just a little later, who is the P.J. Tucker of the NFL? Hmm. The answer is going to surprise you. I guarantee you that. It is Chris Carlin, Bart Scott, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. I, I have to let any money go for a little minute. Two Tickets to Paradise is such an underrated song. <laughs> Two Tickets to Paradise is amazing. It's Chris Carlin, Bart Scott, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. You and me going somewhere? Two tickets to paradise? Where are we going? Well, I know you're going to paradise (laughs) at some point soon. Some point soon. Better hook a brother up. Yeah, if paradise is my office, then yeah, I'm in paradise. (laughs) (laughs) Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Let's hit the calls. Are you excited for the NBA Finals. Why? Why not? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Anthony in Flushing starts us off on Greeny. What's up, Anthony? How are you, bud? Got to be excited for the NBA Finals. For the first time in a long time, the NBA has something that the NFL has dominated. That's called parity. There's finally two teams in this that nobody thought would be there. The NFL does that pretty much every year. They bring two new teams to the last dance. And you got to, as an NBA fan, you get a little tired as much as, you know, you like to see greatness, you like to see LeBron, you like to see those guys. It's kind of fun to see two teams that came out the blue. I know Milwaukee's one of the better teams in the East, but you didn't think they were going to be there when the Nets signed KD and Kyrie. So to see but I wouldn't have ruled them out the completely. I wouldn't have ruled them out completely, and thanks for the call. And look... You, know, you did have the Patriots winning six Super Bowls. <laughs> I mean, when we're talking about parity, right, well, I mean, they're in right, the playoffs the, every single win in the division. The, the Patriots, it was either the Patriots or Seattle for like eight-year run with a sprinkle <laughs> of like the Ravens in there. Exactly, exactly. But I, I'll say this. If you're going to believe that it's parity, you have to believe that it's going to go beyond this year. Right, I don't be, know right. that I believe that yet. Right, because when 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 Harden gets a full offseason being exactly. shaped, and Kyrie comes back, and they figure out who they're going to figure out who's they're going to take the place of Dinwiddie and and all that type of stuff, it's going to be right back to it. If Dinwiddie goes over to the Lakers, it's going to be right yep. back. And then Steph Curry coming back, and if they make the trade of Wiseman and all that stuff to bring somebody else in, they got the seventh overall pick. If they can package that and get somebody, I mean, it'd be right back to the same old usual suspects. The only difference is, you know, we believe that maybe. Um, Denver has a little bit of stand power when Jamal Murray comes back because that trade for Gordon, you know, was just what they needed. John in Florida is up next on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Johnny, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great, guys. And, and, you know, it's great to have a little parody in the NBA because, you know, it, I don't know, as a fan, I really haven't watched basketball in a while because I'm really tired of the super teams getting together, hearing LeBron whine, Chris Paul might not have said it, but I'll say it. Shut up, LeBron. We, we had a season last year in the bubble because LeBron knew his window of opportunity was closing. And then towards the end of it, he was complaining about how things were in the bubble. They didn't want to give up any money, so they had the season because they wanted that Christmas Day money for the, from ESPN running the, all the games all day. They wanted that money. They started the season to have a season. And then now he's whining about it, okay? Let's get back to the days of parity when you had teams that were great 
like the Magic Johnsons with the Lakers. <laughs> oh, 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 but I got to stop you. I got to stop you. Let, let, let's, let's take the 80s, right? The, <laughs> listen, the Lakers and the, and the Boston Celtics won eight out of the ten titles in the 80s, only, oh broken, only broken up by the Pistons that went back to back. And the so, Sixers. So and that's, that's it. So that was so that, so that was even worse, right? So they won seven titles in between the two teams, back and forth, back and forth. In that was be- not in, parody in, between, in the eighties. That was the opposite of parody. That might be the most boring, most predictable time ever in the history of the game. Michael in Arizona next on uh, Greeny on ESPN when, when Radio. When the Bulls won, they won six. <laughs> Michael, what's up? Yeah. How's it going? Good. How I, are you? I don't think this is about good. I don't think this is about parity. I think this is about injury. For the Suns, I think it's the easiest path to the finals ever. And at the end of the day, these probably are the two worst teams to get to the finals in the NBA history. Oh, I can't say a that. Lot, a lot of no. people remember. No. Let, okay, let, okay. Let, we we know we know the popular ones, right? Let's go to the unpopular. Uh, NBA champions, right? Let's go to like the Houston Rockets when Jordan decided to go, he wanted to go play baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk about the Pistons, right? Let's talk about uh, the Dallas Mavericks, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the teams that won that we had no idea that was going to win. Like we knew that the Spurs was a, were a thing, right? They were a dynasty, a mini the dynasty heat before LeBron, right? The, heat, the, the Dwayne and Shaq Heat, right? Those are the, those are the others. Other than that, it usually goes as anticipated, right? As far as you know, making a prediction of who's in the finals, who's going to make it to the finals. I guess you can you can you really say Boston they big three that one year, but we kind of always talk about a big three. Yeah. That was a big three. We all knew that they were going to have opportunity to win. Pierce Garnett and Ray Allen. Look, it's hard to spot to spot the parody, but I agree that injury has an awful lot to do with it, and so this will be fascinating to me if either of these two teams next year are close. You know, especially if Chris Paul ends up going back. Yeah, they, man, they can mess around and be fourth in the division next year. Fifth in the division. Our next guest told everyone who the P.J. Tucker of the NFL was. And this answer, this answer is surprising. Surprising. You will find out who it is in moments. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The P.J. Tucker of the NFL. That is who I'm co-hosting with today. Chris Carlin, Bart Scott. Hold on, hold on. I didn't call you that. (laughs) P.J. Tucker? The P.J. Tucker of the NFL. That's what you are, apparently. Well, he looks like a football player. Chris Carlin, Bart Scott, filling in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The guy who did call you that joins us right now. 
on that Goodyear hotline. He is your former general manager. He is Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN's NFL front office insider. Mike, it's Chris and Bart. And Bart Tucker. At, at what point did you come to that conclusion that Bart is the P.J. Tucker of the NFL? So I was on this morning with Monica McNutt and Alan Hahn, and we were talking about the finals, and they asked me, like, what NFL player would be like P.J. Tucker, someone that brings toughness, someone that brings a lot of energy, does things that you can't see. And, of course, I added on two other attributes, someone that was overpaid and underworked. And really, there was only one person that came to mind, and that was part. Now, part of the problem is I was the guy that overpaid him. But isn't that a good comparison, P.J. Tucker and you, Bart? Hey, we all dream to be overpaid in, in our life sometimes, so it's all good. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, as I sit in the house that you helped me pay off for my mama. Appreciate you. <laughs> Bart, are you okay with the moniker, or are you a little disappointed that you didn't, uh, according to Mike, have a better jump shot? <laughs> <laughs> well, P- wait, P- PJ's a tough guy, and he, he's that tenacity that, you know, what you, what, what you talk about when you see PJ Tucker, somebody that can galvanize the troops, somebody that's a leader that you may not see that doesn't have to be so much the vocal leader, but, you know, somebody that's pulling the guys behind the scenes together. And uh, for all indications, I think P.J. is that type of guy. He's a guy that's a glue guy that that, that, that builds bridges. So I don't mind being a little glue. <laughs> Mike, let's you – know, go ahead. I was going to say from a uh, tempo setting standpoint, Bart's tempo setting moment to me happened in all things, Chris – in a preseason game, we're playing the Giants. And, of course, you know, Jet Giants, even though it was a preseason game, that was a game we wanted to win. And Bart caused a fumble on Brandon Jacobs, who, as for our listeners, was about a 265-pound running back. And that was like Bart's welcome to the New York Jets moment of, hey, this is what I stand for. And, again, when I see P.J. Tucker defending Kevin Durant, two guys that go back to Texas together, I just see a lot of similarities. That's awesome. Uh, that that's fantastic. All right, let's let's get to some issues that are facing teams as we get toward training camp here. It's Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us. Mike, latest on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. What's your read on this situation? You know, it's interesting. Like he has never come out and said, "Hey, I'm never going to play there again," or "Trade me." Obviously, that's happened through his intermediaries and agents. If I was Green Bay, I, I go out to that tournament tonight. I'd see him. <laughs> out in uh, wherever he wherever he is, I'm going, and I'm going to keep working hard and figure out a way to make him happy and fulfilled. But I'm not trading him if I'm Green Bay. He's just too valuable. They go. They go. What if he do you like Prince Fielder did his dad, Celso Fielder, have him removed from the, from the premises? <laughs> Security <laughs> straining, restraining. <him. laughs> That would be a heck of a story if Brian Gutekunst got uh, removed from the golf course later today. <laughs> He's you got know, a camera. Mike, what's the resolution for this? If if you have Rodgers who's really uh, upset about it, yes, you don't. You want to do everything you can to keep him. What's the furthest you go if you're Green Bay to keep him in terms of contract or as something that Bart suggested, hey, you know, Maybe it's one more year, and then you let me go after that. Yeah, I, I like that. You know, I think that's a really good compromise, guys, where he comes back this year, and maybe you take the last two years of his contract off. If you're Green Bay, I don't see how you could trade him before March, and here's why. Whatever you would do in terms of a trade, a lot of the compensation would obviously be in the form of draft choice capital for next year's draft. So if I'm Green Bay, I'm really in no rush. I'm going to try to wait him out, change his mind. Um, 
I know that I have all the way until next year's draft to get something done in the trade market if that's what it comes to. So, you know, I just hope that at some point either I can make him, you know, happier with us or alternatively I want to tap into his competitiveness where like, hey, look, if you want to play football, you're going to be playing in Green Bay. Like you going to Denver or Las Vegas, that's simply off the table. Yeah, I mean, you. I, I think you, you. It's how you say it. It's not what you say. I think you say, "Hey, man, come, come back here, play for a year. Then we'll grant you your wishes." But you got to give us the opportunity to prepare because all these draft compensation that we'll get for you potentially, we won't be able to spend to make our team better this year. And it's important for them as well to make sure that they lock down Devontae Adams and that's going into year eight. Because if I'm Devontae Adams, if I got Aaron Rodgers and I may not be paying attention to the fact that he's leaving after next year. I may sign long term if you throw a bunch of money at me because I know I got a chance to win the Super Bowl. But if they don't, if 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 Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be there, why would a guy going into his eighth year that's considered one of the top five receivers in his league want to stay with 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 Jordan Love, knowing that he won't be in the playoffs or he has no legitimate chance to win a title? Yeah, I see a completely opposite part. If I'm Green Bay, I'm going to sign him. I'm going to do everything I can aggressively to get it done. And what I'm saying to Adams is like. You were drafted by the Packers, and you're going to retire a Packer. So let's get something done now. Make you the highest-paid receiver. Like he's up there with Julio Jones. We, we could debate: is it you know Hopkins? Is it Jones? Is it you know? There's maybe three or four guys, Tyree Kill, in that conversation. But he he's if not the best, he's certainly in that conversation. And I think that kind of, in my opinion, kills two birds with one stone from this standpoint, which is there's a great axiom in the front office: work on the problems you can solve. And right now, like making Devontae Adams the highest-paid wide receiver is a problem you can solve. Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us right now via the Goodyear hotline. Chris Carlin, Bart Scott in for Greeny today. Mike, uh, with the quarterbacks from the 2018 draft, you know, you discussed at length the other day about Baker Mayfield and how uh, it may not be worth paying him big bucks right now as a premier quarterback if he's not one. Uh, How do you handle that situation right now if you're the Browns? And similarly, what do you do if you're the Ravens with Lamar Jackson? Well, um, I, I think, you know, these, you look at three guys together, Baker, Josh Allen, and, and Lamar. Those, those are the three. And I think Buffalo and Baltimore, you get those deals done. Now, look, there's concerns about both. In Buffalo, Josh Allen was someone that was hurt in Wyoming. He's a big guy, big hitting surface, contact player. Injuries would be a concern. I would take that risk because he's that good. Lamar, uh, look, MVP, clearly his accuracy down the field has to continue to improve, but because of his character and work ethic, I'm going to bet on that. Um, I don't love how much the ball is in his hands in terms of, again, he's somebody that could get hurt, but great player, great person, get that done. And Baker Mayfield, I don't. I think he's slow, he's short, he's a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. In my opinion, he's probably the sixth best quarterback in the AFC at best, behind guys like Mahomes and Tannehill, um, Justin Herbert, so if I'm Cleveland, I take my time. He's under contract for two more years. And if things weren't great, guys, you could always tag him three years from now. So I get those two guys signed, and then I wait and see on Baker. It's funny that you say he's the sixth best in the AFC. He's arguably the fourth best in his own division because, you know, I like what Burrow, what I've seen out of Burrow with a lot less weapons. And I think Burrow's going to quickly, you know, uh, find himself as the third best quarterback in that division. But, you know, when you talk about Josh Allen, you talk about – and you, you talk about uh, Lamar Jackson. How would you con- contract those or construct those 
contracts because Lamar Jackson, you, you're afraid to give him a long-term contract because he just won you know, ACL or something for being able to be effective dynamically with his legs. But also when you think about Josh Allen, you think that you, know, you want to get him maybe signed up a little longer. Am I, am I off on that? Uh, no, I mean, I think Bart, because of their ages, I'm probably going to try to go five years on both. Um, you're probably not going to get more than that. You know, the Mahomes 10-year deal is clearly, you know, an outlier. So um, I would just try to get as many years as possible because if you look at the macroeconomic trends of our sport with gambling and fantasy dollars coming in, you know, moving further and further away from the pandemic, the cap's only going to go up. And again, you know, Bart, we've been there before. You know, when someone's high character, they're productive and they're young, in my opinion – you know, the longer, the better, you know, I, you're going to assume the risk of injury, but beyond that, um, these are guys that are core players that you want there as long as possible. Mike Tannenbaum joining us, ESPN NFL front office insider. Mike, you have faith Daniel Jones is going to be the guy with the Giants now that he's entering year three with a better offensive line and obviously more weapons to work with in a healthy Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I just don't know. Um, this is an immensely important year for him. They've, you know, revamped the line. They've revamped the weapons, you know, with Galladay, um, <clears throat> Kadarius Tony, and he's going to have to produce and he's going to have to do it consistently. So I don't know, Chris, um, that's an interesting one for me, but, um, you know, when you look at the division, you know, he has a chance to at least in my opinion, be the second best quarterback behind Dak Prescott, uh, with the uncertainty in Philly and Washington and to, in terms of who their long-term quarterbacks may be. Mike, who's the best team in that division right now? Oh, I think it's Dallas and then draw a line. I think Dallas has a chance to really make some noise because I believe in Dan Quinn, the new defense coordinator of the uh, Cowboys. Even if the Cowboys are middle of the road on defense, they should be a top five offense, assuming everyone stays healthy. They're getting three really good linemen back in Martin, Lyle Collins, and Tyron Smith. They're getting back a really good quarterback in Dak Prescott. I think they have two bonafide number ones, C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper with a healthy Zeke Elliott, that, that's a really hard offense to defend. All right, Mike, last one for me. Um, as you look forward here through the next few weeks outside of Rodgers, what are your biggest storylines as we get closer to training camp? Outside of the P.J. Tucker-Bart Scott comparison? Yes. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's, you know, which, which deals get done of the 2018 class, you know, so there could be some other guys, Denzel Ward's, you know, up for an extension. Um, to me, that's certainly going to be part of it. And then we're going to get right into these really interesting quarterback competitions. The ones that are really interesting to me are Denver. Is it Teddy Bridgewater? Or is it going to be Drew Locke? Um, what's going to happen in San Francisco? How much of a Trey Lance opportunity is he going to get? Chicago, does Justin Fields get an equal shot with Andy Dalton, despite what head coach Matt Nagy said? So I think we're going to go from extensions quickly right into these uh, interesting quarterback competitions. Mike, awesome stuff. We appreciate the insight as always. And I do, listen, Bart would never say it to you. I do think he feels like he has a better offensive game. <laughs> hey, I can play Bart, scrappy Bart, defense. Bart never, yeah, yeah, I think Bart would always say whatever was on his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fair point, Mike. That's very fair. Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider. Thanks again, Mike. All right, guys, appreciate it. Chris Carlin and Bart Scott in for Greeny this morning. And, you know, Bart, we were talking about the Yankees earlier. How about your guy, Aroldis Chapman? All right. Firing right back at the haters. 
getting right after it. You got to love this. Now, he has been absolutely awful of late. I think we can agree upon that. His ERA since the uh, last nine games that he's appeared in has been approaching 22. 22. Now, Bart, I never played the game professionally. I'm pretty sure that's not good. And that's also right around the time that the sticky stuff started to get looked at and the crackdown was coming. But, yeah, man. And, and, but so the other day, we know what happened against the Mets. Here's this tweet. You ready? Let's do it. Going to lose probably the closer's job right now. For all those people that criticize my bad moments, I will tell them that I do not know how my story ends. But in its pages, you will never read, I gave up. So I will move on. I still have many wars to win and many mouths to shut up. We were talking about the Yankees doubling down earlier. He's hey, tripling down on his own struggles right now. He is a champion. You know what but, I'm saying? But let me ask you this question. You get a tweet like that. How come you're not pitching like that? Well, you know, he says it's coming soon. You know what I mean? It's my dark days. You know what I mean? Before that, I was doing my thing. I'm just, I'm just off my game right now. Don't worry. Go to, <laughs> go to my horse whisper. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Time for a little straight talk brought to you by our friends at Straight Talk Wireless. Now, we have all been there. You have some real work to do, but the free Wi-Fi where you're working, it's not going to cut it. It's like leaving the winning runner stranded on third base. It's not good. Well, now you can be your own hotspot with Straight Talk's ultimate unlimited plan. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month, all on America's largest, most dependable network. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. Chris Carlin, Bart Scott, let's hit the calls at 888-SAY-ESPN on the NBA Finals. Are you excited about them, or are you disappointed that we don't have the star power that we normally do? Dennis in Virginia Beach is up next on Greeny. Dennis, what's going on? Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for uh, taking my call. I appreciate it. I uh, just want to uh, to uh, give my take on this. Uh, my my excitability right now from zero to ten is uh, about four, just four. And uh, because uh, mainly the uh, when you go to the finals, uh, I can understand those uh, uh, hardcore fans. You know, especially they want the. Uh, uh, and I appreciate CP3 finally getting the break that uh, the chance that he is uh, uh, have right now. But when you go to the finals, you you you, go, you have a series like that. You want full attention give, given to it. You want to see Clash of the Titans. So you want the Nets versus the Lakers. That's what we were hoping for. Uh, or even the uh, uh, Clippers versus the Nets. Uh, but you know, with uh, Father Time wasn't really much in, involved here. It, it's uh, Uncle Jury. The injury just just uh, crept crept up on all the uh, the stars. Uh, I I never thought for a second that the Clippers will make it without Kawhi. No, but listen, with, uh, I, 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 yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine that that would be the case. And thanks for the call. It's also hard to imagine that. You know, without Giannis, that they would have gotten here. Only last couple of games, mind you. Yeah. But still, 
that the Bucks would have been able to get here without him. It's still impressive that they did, but they caught a favorable matchup in the final in the conference finals against the Hawks. So they still had enough in the tank to do it without him. Yeah, you talk about the other guys that didn't get it done. Joel Embiid didn't get it done. And yeah, injuries paid a part there as well. But Ben Simmons, you know, that's out. And I think he's out in London right now with his uh, reality star girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, of team course he is. Kissing. Instead of working on his J, he's supposed to be trying to prepare for the Australia. We're trying to learn Olympic how to play team. point forward with Australia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's out there in London hanging out with his girl. So, like, you know, he has to get better, but – he seems like, hey, I'm still getting paid money, so who cares? But I tell you what, you know what I mean? It's it's not what we wanted, but it's what we got. And maybe they can create something special because it's so much, you know, in common. They, they're so closely matched up that maybe they give us a good finals. And sometimes you, when you watch two bad teams or two decent teams that's equally yoked, then it, it gives you great matchups. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests appearing via the Goodyear hotline. Mike from South Carolina, he is next. Mike, what's going on? You're on Greeny, bud. Yeah, I have a completely different opinion on all that, man. I feel like this is going to be great because if we send the small market teams are supposed to be, uh, we supposed to keep them up in the NBA, then this is exactly what we want. If we make it an asterisk, if we put an asterisk on this, then we got to put an asterisk on when Kobe beat the Magic. We got to put an asterisk on when uh, Kawhi just won for the Raptors. I mean, we didn't expect uh, KD and Clay Thompson to get injured, but that was the product we got. So this is the product we got, and this is basketball, man. These are still the best players in the in the, in, the, in the world, and this is what we like to see. We, yep. we got the little man winning right now. That's that's all it is. It's like the Kansas City Roars winning the winning the um, championship, right? You know, every once in a while you you get some of these one offs, right? Like I said before, you got like the Houston Rockets, you got the um, you got the Detroit Pistons. So listen, it's time. You got the first, you know, Miami Heat. You got the Boston Celtics who have been out of it for a while before they assembled a big three. Like I said, people often forget that, yeah, Kawhi won, Toronto won. That was a small market team, right? First championship in a Canadian team. Uh, and, and, And you forget that Clay got hurt. You forget that the Achilles got popped by Kevin Durant. Nobody says anything that takes anything away from Kawhi. No. No, they don't. And listen, that with Clay. It happened in Game 6. It was the last one. Obviously, Game 5 was Durant. Um, And you can't take it away from Kawhi. I think just the fact that he has caught as much of a break in every one of these series as he has. But for Chris Paul, there's no apology here. You know, and there shouldn't be. It's weird. Like, I feel different about it right now, but I also look at Chris Paul and say, what are you supposed to do? This (laughs) This is who you got. Exactly. So you got like listen, you don't apologize for nothing, man. You don't apologize to the other team who gets an injury. You you pounce on it. You pounce on it and, you, and listen, it won't be remembered that you know how they won. It just say Chris Paul champion. If you missed any of the show, you can check it all out, both hours on the podcast. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast.